Good evening, everyone. This is Ben Sadiq, your host of 3P Ball. We're going to kick off our Monday, week 17, Monday, Monday episode. But first, a recap of week 16. Let's get started. So, last week I faced uh, the Heat and I had a prediction to win 6-3 over the Heat. The end result was a 6-3 win, securing the win and prediction. The star player of my week goes to DeJounte Murray. He dropped not only the free throw percentage of the week of 8-10, allowing me to escape the free throw category 764 against 761, but he also scored 100 points while only turning over the ball six times the entire week, um, which has been really strong for my team's overall turnover rank, turning the ship around from being one of the bottom performers of turnover in the last four weeks to top four. So a little bit of a hot streak on the turnover category, but I'll take it. On Vahid's side, uh, Miles Turner gets the shout out. His six blocks for the week was enough for the Heat to win the block category, 21 to 16. So as we look back on the matchup, I have the chance to either respect the winner or roast the loser. So let's see, what do I do here? Let's go ahead and roast the loser. That goes to the Heat. Now, the Heat played a great move. On Saturday late, he made the decision to sit all of his players for Saturday and Sunday, the entire weekend. And that was to secure the turnover category. He had gambled that he will most likely hold on to the field goal, the block, and the turnover. But why I roast him is he lost free throw where it was up in the air. Now, he's 8th place. Should be aggressive and not be playing timid and cautious. You're trying to get into the playoffs. You can't settle for a 6-3 loss. You have to aim for a 5-4 loss at best. And uh, he had Maxi and Turner sitting. I feel like he could have gambled on one of them. And the end result would have been that either of those would have won him the category. So, although it was a great game move, I think he left a little on the table, and that's why I decided to roast the loser. Okay, next game. I had predicted 7th place Sunny to beat 6th place Ali 5-4. The end result, 5-4 Sunny over Ali. Now, in Ali's team, LaMelo Ball was the exceptional player on his squad with 14 threes. 102 points, but 14 steals was the big kicker, allowing Ali to win um, comfortably 50 to 29 in the steals category. And Lamelo's 14 threes allowed him to beat Sonny 78 to 72. Now, Sonny has the highest three put output I've seen since when he faced me early in the season, and that's to the Steph Curry. 536 field goal, 23s, 2 blocks, 957 free throw. Allowed Sonny to hold the field goal, hold the free throw, and, uh, you know, um, be competitive in threes, making Ali forced to make moves 
to counter the three ambush that Steph Curry did. So let's see. Uh, do I respect the winner or roast the loser? I say roast the loser because on only because how are you gonna go ahead and name yourself the Avengers and lose the first week? This this is the biggest letdown. This feels like the international version of the Avengers, where uh, this one probably went straight to DVD, or maybe even streaming. I don't know. Uh, losing your first series of the week when you're vying for a playoffs, I think you got a name change. Make a name change, or a name change will be made for you shortly. Stay tuned. Alright, now, the next matchup, I had a f- upset 5-4 win, Talal over Sherry. The end result, Sherry beating Talal 6-3. Now, I had the 5-4 win with the assumption that Talal would be a good game manager. Clearly, that game manager was off. Did I jump on ro- roast the loser already? Well, I guess I accidentally revealed what I was going to do with this one. Let's start with the basics then. Rewind. Sherry's side, I shout out to Dame Lillard. 500 on the field goal. Um, Dame, you know, you can never predict his field goal. And that allowed Sherry to beat him on that volume. 449 to 443. Razor close. But also only 7 turnovers for Dame the entire week. No 5-6 turnover night for him. Allowed Sherry to win the turnover category by 1. Talal's side, Jokic was just carrying that field goal with a 686 for the week. And the four blocks, three steals, uh, you know, made the block category 28 to 24, very close. But why did Sherry win the block category? Oh, right, Brooke freaking Lopez with eight blocks for the week allowed Sherry to secure blocks again, as usual. When will someone stop this Brook Lopez rampage? I don't know. I'm tired of it. Maybe, maybe uh, trade deadline will Brooklyn will uh, trade Claxton for Lopez, and then Lopez gets benched. I don't know. Uh, something needs to happen, NBA. Something needs to happen. So let's just run to roast the loser. Talal picked up Keegan Murray. Why? Why would you pick up Keegan Murray? Did you really think you were going to win threes? Like, you really thought. You really thought you was him. You really thought you was him. You lost 78-51 to 51 on the threes category, man. But picking up Keegan Murray and then complaining about his field goal and his turnover performance. The dude is averaging 436 for the season and for the last week, he was averaging 371. Where do you think your field goal was going to be headed by starting Keegan Murray? If you had not started Keegan Murray but just left an absent roster position, then you would have won field goal and you probably would have tied T.O. or won T.O. and that would have been a 5-4 victory to Lal over Sherry. Keeping my streak of predictions to a record of perfection. Instead, you blew it, not just for yourself, but more importantly, for me. And that's all that really matters, right? So, roast it is. Wow. Um, 
Now, finally, our next stat, I had fifth place Byron against third place Jin, and I had Byron winning 5-4 over Jin. The end result was flipped, Jin beating Byron 5-4. I personally did not think that uh, Byron would have lost the turnover category, but here we are. So, in Jin squad, shout out has to go to Anthony Edwards. He's been steadily the top performer for Jin for multiple weeks now. But 100 points for the week, but 7 steals allowed him to hold the steals when 37 to 35. And for Byron, it was Giannis all day. With 585 field goal, 123 points, uh, securing Byron the points category when 711 to 696. Gotta respect the winner or roast the loser. Let's go ahead and roast the loser again. This is a theme. You won rebound Byron by 30 boards, 506 to 478. Why? Did you pick up Nance Jr.? I need answers. I need reasons. I need an essay written for me on why you picked up Nance against Jen. When you could have picked up an alternate player, maybe someone who provides you steals and low tier turnovers maybe. And you could have flipped this script around with a 6-3 win against Jen. Instead, you lost 5-4. So, roasted. And finally, the last matchup, I had 9th place Ace facing off against 4th place Akmal, and I had Akmal beating Ace 6-3, and it was the other way around, 9th place Ace beating Akmal 6-3, the upset of the week. On Akmal's side, Sabonis held it down with 51 boards for the week, allowing Akmal to squeak by, um, or keep, sorry, keep competitive the rebound down to one board. Sabonis did all that he could, but still lost that category, and that is because of Aces Player of the Week, Jonas Valanciunas, with 33 boards, securing him the board category by one board. Now, do I respect the winner, or do I roast the loser? Combo breaker. I decide to respect the winner because post trade, since I'll count the Sunday as the week that he wanted to win, out of the two weeks, Valentunas could have provided it, provided Ace a win. He made the squad win this week 16 matchup against Akmal and I triumphant one at 6-3. Now Ace's logic for the trade was that he needed immediate impact and Valanciunas was going to give him that extra win to keep his separation from last place Sacco Talal. And that's exactly what happened and if you got what you paid for then I call that a win so respect the winner. So, so far in this series I have an all-time record Last week I was 5 for 5 on my predictions on the win-loss side, and this week I was 2 for 5 with an all-time prediction record of 7 out of 10, batting 70%. Let's see if we can keep this going. Now, concluding my last week recap, I will call it my Ben 10 Fool of the Week rebranding. 
It is Talal for the Keegan Murray mishap. I already roasted for you for it, but Sacco moves get Sacco results, but try again this week. Let's see standings ramifications. So, no change in first place, Sherry holding the seed. I'm still second seed, no change. Third place, Jin, no change. Fourth place, Byron jumped uh, from fifth to fourth, and Akmal dropped from fourth to fifth. No change, Ali's still holding the sixth seed, but it got a lot closer. Tani is half a game back at seventh seed. And Vahid is 20 games back of, or sorry, four games back of sixth place in eighth, no change. Ace is still ninth, but he grew the gap between nine and 10 by four games as Talal sits last at 10th. Looking over our matchups this week, we have myself, second seed Ben, face off against Akmal. I'm predicting a 5-4 win over that squad. The next matchup has 7th place Sunny over 10th place Talal. I'm going to try again. 6-3 Talal over Sunny due to Steph Curry being injured for what's apparently four, week, uh, four weeks. And Sunny already has two aisle slots full. So he's going to have to carry an extra aisle squad or make a tough decision. And then the matchup of the week. This could be a potential finals matchup. First place Sherry against third place Jin. I have Sherry winning 5-4. Next I have Ali 6th place versus 9th place Ace. Revenge of Jonas Valanciunas. I have a 5-4 win. Ali over Ace. And finally my last matchup. Byron 4th place versus Vahid at 8th place. I will have um, let me think on this actually. I didn't actually write this down. Uh, field goal, I'll give Byron. Free throw, I'll give the heed. Points, I'll give the heed. Rebounds, Byron. 2 2. Assist. Three, 3. Blocks, blocks. Turner. Winning against Gobert. Ooh, that's a tough one. All in all, I think 5-4 five, five, Byron over the Heat. Let's see if I get that right. So, I predicted 5-4 Ben over Akmal. I will say last week I would have lost 5-3 to Akmal. Um, I will say for myself to not repeat last week against Akmal's hypothetical matchup. I need three things going for me. I need Fox, Kuzma, and Dotrick staying out. That'll help me in points, assists, steals, which I think are going to be competitive categories this week. It will hurt me in TO, gap, and free throws, as especially Dotrick hurts Akmal and those two stats. Free throw being a contending category. Uh, but if I can win the points, points, assists, steals, and make negligible changes in TO and free throw, that's overall good for me. Waiver pickups will be key. I already picked up Hart for the boards. Akmal picked up Royce O'Neal for the steals, threes, and overall usage, uh, especially post-trade. Waivers is going to be a game of chess all week, especially with the trade deadline looming. 
if any of our players are traded, we lose the matchup at least for the rest of the week, which can have a very negative impact as we get tighter and tighter and deeper into the season. And finally, I had a very down free throw week. I was ranked 8th. I am not a punt free throw team. I need to bounce back and make sure free throw is not a contending category against Akmal's squad, especially with Mason Plumlee in their squad. And finally, our hot and nice segment, I'm going to reference the Prince of Darkness. This might be the biggest villain of Detroit Pistons, legendary bad boys team of the 1980s, Bill Lambeer. He drew the ire of opponents and fans throughout the NBA with his sharp elbows and bruising style of play. He's often referred to as His Highness, a street thug and an axe murderer. I will embody Bill Lambeer energy as I will call myself the Prince on a four-week win streak, uh, really helped by Rogier having top 25 play for the last month, as well as Brunson having top 25 play for the month. My guards have been living up to their pre-draft hype. And on the darkness side of the name, I give it to Akmal. Their last win was week 11. That's a five-game no-win streak, five-week no-win streak. They were once upon a time second, steadily dropping the fifth. And post-trade, post-injuries, they've already been voted the imposter of the playoffs. And the executives, as of now, seem to have accurately portrayed that. So week 17 is an important turnaround week for the squad. That's it for our Monday Motto podcast. Tune in tomorrow where I will give the... um, the uh, unmasking of Akmal's team, and then Wednesdays will be our R R and R segment. Thank you. Stay safe.